from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program Tunnel Sponsor, Ken LaVica Live, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, so I've got to get into, because there was bad NFL officiating this weekend. NFL officials get screamed at constantly. Uh, college basketball, I see it firsthand. Those officials, I mean, it's 40 minutes of just coaches and players in their ear and questioning. And I understand that for some there's a certain prestige to it, but I just wonder why. And here's the issue, too, is that some of these officials are so bad, mm. they know the abuse is coming. They know that the pushback is coming. Uh, I mean, we had an inadvertent whistle in a massive playoff game, and the officials certainly acted as if they were too scared to actually make the right ruling and replay the down as opposed to wiping off the touchdown for Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Like, they were scared. There was there was fear. And now there was a report the NFL is not going to have that officiating crew work again because of that mistake. But you, I didn't know this, you were an official in Texas. Your dad is a big-time official in Houston. You were abused by a <laughs> woman coach who, uh, who you then cussed out and then got in trouble with your father who was at that game. Let me ask you, though, because I know it runs in the Dorsey family, yeah. but why... Why be an official? Why do you want to be a referee? What What is it? Are you a masochist? Yeah, <laughs> it's a great question. For For me, at the time, it was always about the money. You know, like early on, you're doing something. Does it something, pay? It pays decently. So for Little League games, you can get like maybe, depending on where you're at, 25 to 30 a game, and you run those games. Those games are a lot quicker, eight-minute quarters. And generally speaking, you're going to have, you know, not as many problems. You're going to get more blowouts than not. Uh, a lot of easy travel calls. A lot of easy double dribbles. And then you walk out of there with an extra 30, 60, 90 bucks, depending on how many games you do. High school, middle school level, um, you're going to get a lot of fan berating, especially at some of the games the where parents suck. Parents are the worst because every everybody's kid is just God's gift to the world. <laughs> can't do any wrong. You know, like, uh-huh. and, and I get it. I get it. You created them. Or her, and you know you're you, you're very proud, you're very proud, yeah. And but you think they're going to be the next. That LeBron. shouldn't translate into into berating a stranger. Yeah, it's really I mean, that's weird. a weird correlation between loving your kid and being proud of them, and then verbally <laughs> verbally assaulting someone you don't know. The you know the weirdest part about it, Ken, is like you'll be in the game, right? And this this fan or this parent will be yelling at you, calling you names throughout the whole game, right? And then after the game is over, it's like, it's like now where do we go from here? We both have to walk out of this gym at the same time. Sometimes they're like, hey, man, so sorry about that. You just kind of got into it. You did a good job out there. But that's not okay. It's not okay, right? But it's a weird – it's weird. It's almost like fans at a game when you're in the stands and you're yelling at athletes. You know that athlete can't do anything to you. Yeah. Well, right? until until Ron Artest is up in your face. <laughs> until that happens. Or Marcus Smart or I just I don't know what it is. There's this there's this dynamic in sports and for all of us that are around it, like we get bold. Like me, I'm usually just sort of a meek person. I don't love being around big groups of people. I certainly don't like to talk trash to people. I am concerned uh, at any semblance of road rage I feel here in South Florida because it seems like every day someone else is taking a bullet 
to their temple after cutting someone off or flicking someone off on the interstate. I never, I I will never do that again because, again, I don't need a bullet hole in my gas tank. All right? And that's what happens down here. So, for whatever reason, the only bastion left of where people think that they can get verbally violent and sometimes physically violent with people and there's not going to be any repercussions or sporting events. But here's the problem. It's not just the pros. It happens in high school. It happens in youth league. You know what's worse than your eight-year-old having a call go against him in a basketball game or in a baseball game by a teenage official or a teenage umpire who, whose biggest concern is not your eight-year-old, but it's fighting the acne that he or she has been <laughs> battling for the last three years. The bigger issue is your kid seeing you act like a jackass. Yeah. Your dad yelling at the official from the stands or from the bleachers. That's the bigger problem for your kid. You're the bigger problem for your kid than the 17-year-old who called a foul on him. It's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing for some of those kids. And I've had... Parents and even coaches get, you're right, really bold. Like, I had a coach tell me one time that because the calls weren't, he was getting blown out by like 30 points. Yeah. A couple calls didn't go his way, 50 50 calls. You know, basketball, you got block charge, you got like who who did the ball, you know, the hand bounce off of before yeah. the ball went out of bounds or whatever. He told me he was going to air the gym out. And I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah. Are you serious? A basketball like, that's coach. That's like a police call. Yeah. A high school junior varsity, I think. <laughs> Girls basketball coach looked me in my eye and told me he was going to air the gym out. Because I said, I asked him, I was like, okay, you can't be getting mad about this call right now. Y'all are, you know, I get it. That's a terroristic threat. He said, you'll know when I'm mad because I'm about to air this gym out. And I said, (laughs) I said, you know, and I had a discussion with him after the game. He apologized. He was like, you know, I was in the heat of the moment. But I'm like, you cannot tell me you're going to shoot up a place that's not just has me in it. What in the hell? Yeah, it gets wild. It gets wild, Ken. Like that. That makes me feel so bad for society. Yeah, like th- to to have this to to have it at that macro level. Like I'm just talking about NFL officials who are too scared clearly to overturn a touchdown and an inadvertent whistle because they were in a stadium of seventy six thousand Cincinnati Bengals fans. <laughs> but you're telling me that with a youth league basketball game, you had a coach threatened to shoot up the gym. No, this was a high school basketball. Oh, game. that this makes was, it better. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. This was last year. It was a girls' JV game. I had did a doubleheader, so I did walk away with $180 that, that day. Three hours, $180. Oh, it was worth it to get threatened to be yeah. shot up. Yeah, that's cool. It, it worked out for me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, coaches, fans, and even sometimes players, it gets a little – like I've had players tell me they want to fight me in the middle of a game, like high schoolers. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if that's going to go well for you. So you're, you're okay with this, though, because you're getting paid. I'm getting paid. You're a simple man to please. <laughs> you are simple to please. And I'm watching some basketball. like, And you know what pays off? The times when the games go without incident. That happens a lot of times, too. And you walk out with the money and you're happy. Got to fix it. What are, what, are, what are some of the, the parent and coach nightmares? I, I, I'm curious if other people have these parent, coach, youth league, high school nightmares with officiating. Like, what's the most embarrassing thing that has happened at one of your kids' sporting events? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. As always, you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. What's the most embarrassing thing you've seen at one of your kids' sporting events? 
3776. And I'm dreading this. I'm cringing at this now because I know that there are psychos out there. I know how parents feel about their kids. But, like, my girls right now are five and three. They're not playing sports right now. I think my five-year-old's about to play soccer. I I do know, like, growing up, that even an old man like me, like, there were parents that would be yelling at umpires. I remember uh, a situation where a parent came out and confronted and got in the face of this this teenage umpire. Like, it's (laughs) ugly. It's ugly stuff. But what type of person do you have to be to want a referee? And it's necessary. We don't have sports without officiating, without referees. But it seems like it's not worth it. Why would anybody do it? What is in your DNA? Theo's just doing it for the money. (laughs) You know, my little brother sounds just like you because he refuses to get back on the court. He had a couple moments, and he's like, Well, his brother almost got shot up at a high school girls' basketball game. Yeah, my my little brother's like, he thinks we're all crazy for doing it because my older brother still officiates. My dad does as well. So what would they say? What would your dad say? Because this uh, this obviously seems like an honorable profession. He feels it's an honorable profession. Yeah, he would say, for one, it's necessary. Number two, he is kind of one of those super thick-skinned guys who, like, and a lot of the great referees are who none of that is going to get to them, like, and they are there to try and keep that authority over the game, keep control. So he's a guy that handles it flawlessly. He likes being an authority figure. Yeah, like there's like, a little bit of power involved in this thing. He was always like he always got like promoted to athletic director, okay. and like when he was coaching programs and stuff. So he's always kind of been that guy that gets elevated into those roles, and he takes a lot of heat. So he's used to it. Got it. He has the thick skin like that me, I don't. Maybe this is just much. a personality issue with me. Like as soon as I. I'd be super sensitive. Someone would yell something 30 seconds into the game and be like, shut up! Shut (laughs) up! Leave me alone! Shut up! And then I'd be just like a blubbering ball of sadness by halftime. I couldn't take it. My temper couldn't handle that. You're a much more put-together human being than me. But I cannot believe, A, you got in a a cuss-filled verbal argument with a a female coach, (laughs) and B, you had a coach at a girls' high school basketball game threaten to shoot you. And the not, entire gym, yeah. not just you, but the entire gym. He threatened to air it out. I said, what, what? <laughs> sir, 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 you guys. did you hear what you just said, sir? So ridiculous. Oh, God. Ken Levick alive, and I'm not feeling great about society here on a Tuesday <laughs> on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm glad that for now he's distanced himself from the refereeing game. I'm safe. We have the listening lunch on the way as we head into hour number two. Ken Levick alive, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program on ESPN 106.3.